Welcome to the Perkins Platform. This is a solutions-oriented podcast and live radio show. Each broadcast, we dedicate just about 30 minutes to explore topics of interest for leaders and professionals in education and a variety of other disciplines. And this is your host, Brian Perkins. So welcome to those of you who join us week after week, celebrating uh, more than 60,000 unique, uh, unique downloads per broadcast and usually about five or 6,000 people live. I am delighted to be here in what is almost our 11th anniversary of the Perkins Platform. I often get uh, people to ask me uh, uh, about how long I've been in it and say they didn't realize often that uh, podcasts have been around that long. So uh, yes, they have actually even longer. I'm just delighted to have, have been here and providing such uh, great conversations for those of you who want to listen in on these topics. Today is no exception. I have uh, someone who is an author, actually a uh, Wall Street Journal, journal um, uh, bestseller, uh, someone who has been uh, in tech, and uh, we're going to hear a little bit about the work uh, that he's been doing uh, in tech, the founder and CEO of, of, of JotForm, uh, but been working for quite a while in, in the tech area. And so I'm pleased to welcome uh, Itekin Tank. Welcome, Itekin. Uh, thank you, Dr. Perkins, for having me on the show. Well, I'm excited to talk to you. Uh, you know, um, earlier I, I, I wrote and posted on social media um, as it relates to the topic we're going to talk about today, um, that I have often tried to find technology that would help me uh, take care of some of the, the, the ordinary tasks I do on a regular basis. And I know that your book uh, does a lot to help leaders and, 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 and entrepreneurs and others to, to think about how they're spending their time uh, with what is busy, busy work. Uh, so first, uh, I, I just wanna ask, tell me a little bit about yourself, about your background, because I'm, I'm really fascinated that uh, you are part of this uh, Silicon Valley group uh, that, you know, that uh, decided to get involved in technology in a really major way. So tell me a little bit about your journey and how you ended up uh, founding uh, Jotform. Sure. Uh, I started my career as a programmer. Um, I studied computer science in school, and then I uh, I worked as a programmer uh, for a media company in New York. And um, during that time, like one of my duties, uh, I worked there for five years, and we had like over hundred um, websites. And one of my duties was to create online forms. And I wanted to find a way to automate that. Like I want to find a product that can help me do that. I couldn't find a good product. And that's what, why I decided to quit my job and start JotForm. And that was 17 years ago. That was a long time ago. Definitely. And since then, I've been working on JotForm. And JotForm is today uh, used by millions of people, over 20 million users. And, uh, you know, 600 employees it's 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 now you know a, a large company but it took me 17 years and it was all bootstrap and started growing slowly but uh the most important thing about JotForm was always 
I started job form with the with the mindset that you know I want to automate forms, right? But when I started helping people with their forms, I saw that it doesn't end the, end with the forms. Like people create a form uh, on an online form. For example, you you know you're in the education area. Like educators use job form a lot. Like if you are a school administrator, like you need to you know collect registrations, like contacts, uh, people applying for stuff. Like you have to keep track of all these like uh, incoming requests from like students, teachers, you know, everyone else. And you have to like, if you do all these things like manually, it just takes so much time. Sure, but sure. if you can automate them with, with forms, not only you gain time, but you also like validate the data. You have, you automate the emails, you automate document generation, you automate approvals. You know, we we have signature product now. Like so, we we help people with the journey, like uh, starting with the forms, but the rest of the journey we try to help them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And while I was helping people with this, um, with the uh, you know automation, I myself was like under so much uh, busy work. Like yeah. I think this was around like three four years into my company, mm -hmm. and all my time was uh, being spent with like busy work, like. You know, accountant, legal, HR, you know, ordering supplies for the office. I mean, we were a small company, but, you know, I started company because I love product. I I loved working on my product. But here I was like, I was under so much busy work. I was spending yeah. all my day in emails. Sure. Like I couldn't get any work done. I felt like I couldn't get any work done. And I want to find a solution. And as I was a programmer, I thought, okay, automation is a solution. Like I should be able to find a way. And... Uh, I I figured it out. I was able to you know automate uh, most of the things, and this kind of uh, helped me become a become become successful in my company uh, by a, by being able to automate things by myself uh, within the company and helping people automate things uh, with our product gave me uh, you know it's like a superpowers. So and 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 I don't think that automation is needed so that you can just you know go spend your time uh at the beach like it's it's not for you know four hours uh working four hours a week it's 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 not about that it's about uh really uh automating your uh unimportant work things that really doesn't matter and you know there's the eisenhower matrix that has like this important and urgency you know you have a mat matrix with four quadrants by importance and urgency and we are mostly spending our time on things that are urgent, mm -hmm. but we have no time for important things. Yes. And, yes. and things are very like, we have to like go and do this and do that, but we have no time for important things because they are not urgent. Yes. yes. And uh, so it's, and because of that, the automation, if we can like get the help of automation for the things that are time sensitive, for things that are not that important, we can spend our time on the important things. Yes. And yes. the subtitle of uh, my book is, uh, you know, by automating, you, you can save your brain for the big stuff. Like it's, yes. that's the goal of uh, automation. And uh, yeah, that's what yeah. I talk about in the book. Yes, yeah. yes. You know, <laughs> I, I I wanted to, I know because you kept saying um, things that are not important. The way the way I thought about it was, I remember when, when, the, it became very popular with calendars 
that there was a way you could automate your calendar. And for me, that in a lot of different ways, whether it was we were doing interviews for candidates for jobs or 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 programs uh, or or um, clients you want to have meetings with, that you could set up your calendar in such a way that people could see the portions, the places where that you've already you've already set up as free. Uh, and then you could um, make a make an appointment. But but what I what was really great for me was that people, you know, sometimes you can when you're trying to get groups together for appointments or even a, an individual for an appointment, uh, things change and then they're no longer available when they told you they're available. What I loved about the automation of the calendar in this one example was that they didn't have to come back to me and say, oh, is this time good for you or or not? Uh, they could just go ahead and cancel the old appointment and put themselves somewhere else. And so I thought about it as not that it's not important, but more in terms of in the hierarchy of importance, that those were more clerical uh, administrative tasks. And then the, the creativity and innovative time exponentially increased. So that I'm not spending time. I gave this example too when I when I posted about the conversation that you and I were going to be having. I um, a colleague of mine with his own business says um, was just telling me about he took a great deal of pride in in sending every one of his appointments a text message. And I said, given the number of people you deal with on a weekly basis, uh, he's in real estate. Uh, I said, how how do you how do you keep track of that? And and you have to go. You, I said, you literally take your phone in your hand and thumb all these messages with. And, and he was like, yeah, yeah. And I said, why don't you just put that on your calendar and 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 it will text them. It will even send them reminders and ask them for information, collect information for you. And he was surprised about that. So when I think about, you know, there may be people who who don't necessarily understand what we mean by automation. Uh, there's so many ways in which technology has developed now that these tools are available for people kind of like regular people like me uh that that small organizations or small units within an organization can have a great deal of efficiency because we've we've used that uh so when you talk to leaders uh generally do you find that leaders look for opportunities to to automate or or reduce that kind of workload for themselves, or do they generally have to have someone pointed out to them? Um, so, I believe that automation is for everyone. It's not just for the like uh, technical people or for yeah. programmers, and this includes the leaders. This includes um, anyone uh, who is doing you know work that uh, we are living in such a great age. Like we are living. Uh, in this great times because um, there's this automation tools. Uh, we are in the middle of this uh, revolution, the no-code revolution. There are just like so many uh, products available that uh, you can pick from. 
So for for example, there is a there is this website called G2.com. It's like tip advisor for uh no code or SaaS products. So uh you could go there and you will find like thousands of automation products, and you could uh like find a product in any area that you need, and then you can read the reviews. And the reviews provide so much information as well. Like you can learn how to use the products and how to you know take advantage of them. And uh, most of the time, like even the products we already use have like so many features that we are not aware of. So um, I think you know we have to uh, make time to save time. Basically, uh, we you know if you wanna if you wanna you know save time in the long term. We have to take the time to to do research, uh, to learn about the products we use. Um, you know, it's it's easy to get like we we have like we are already like under so much busy work, right? It's yeah. very easy to get like you know I already know this like I've been doing this for a long time this way. You know why why bother like? But a year of uh you know a day of automations can save you a a, a year of work. And um, you can actually, if you take the time, if you take the time to figure out like how you spend your time and the things that, and I, I in the book, I ask people to ask themselves two questions, like uh, what should I spend my time on and what shouldn't I spend my time on? And the second question is more important. The the time you spend on things that doesn't really matter, that that are not important, are not just taking your time, but they are also taking your energy motivation you know they are creating procrastination uh they are creating burnout so if like in a perfect world we will all work on uh on the stuff that we like about like you know we want to maybe we want to work on creative stuff like we want to create stuff we want to write a book or like come up with this business strategy as leaders you know we want to work on these all these cool stuff but when we look at it, like we are spending all of our time, like, you know, answering emails all day long. Right. Yeah, so it's, yeah. <laughs> it's important that we take the time so that, you know, we are able to spend more of our time on things that matter. And um, yeah. automation is a great helper with that. Um, and, um, you know, um, yeah. Uh, and I, in the book, I also talk about the automation first mindset. And, um, you know, it's, uh, there are four things that I talk about. And um, the, the first one is uh, the priorities, clarifying our priorities. Because um, when we don't know, like, what's important for us, uh, it's harder to decide, like, what should we automate? What should we spend my our time on? And, you know, there's this uh, idea of um, time audit. So basically, this um, basically what I do is like, I keep track of my time for a week, every, every top of the hour, I make a note of how I, uh, what I did during that hour. And I use like my phones, like uh clock app to like alert me about like, you know, once in a while. And then, uh, once I collect that information, I put it on a spreadsheet and, and then at, at the end of the week, I can look at that and I can say, Hey, um, I'm spending my time on like you know doing this this thing that is yeah. not really important, and this was much more enjoyable for me. I should be spending my time on this, so I can basically on a, on the spreadsheet I can even like use colors 
so that like the, yeah. the, the things that I should spend my time on are like green and things that I shouldn't spend my time on are red. So, yeah. and this helped me decide like, what should I do? Should I delegate these things to, to the machine, like to, to the automation? You know, I, I research about all the available products and yeah. then I find a good product. And I, I take the time to learn these products so that I can use these products to automate things. So, yes. Yes. Yeah. No, that's that's exactly what I what I do. And I I don't consider myself you know, kind of like a tech expert by no stretch of the imagination. But from the earliest times of 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 computers and 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 personal computers at home, um, I, I was always looking. I remember when I was in college uh, mentioning spreadsheets. I won't even say what model computer it was, but I remember being one of the, the only people that turned in a, um, a printout of my physics lab. And it was because it was just much easier to put that stuff for me uh, in a in a sheet uh, and 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 uh, calculate my my equations or what have you. And it was just it was just much easier. Um, but I I do think about first, and I, I love that that phrase automation first. But I do think about how can we do this accurately but how do we do it efficiently? And most of the time there's a technology side to it. And, and you know, I, I was thinking about what you shared and I think what is so fascinating that you, you were talking about your, your job was to create forms. And then you thought I, there's gotta be an easier way to do this. Um, and so you went and started a company um, about it. And, you know, there's a, there's a, a saying that necessity is the mother of invention. And so for you, you thought about it that um, I need to have uh, a, a more efficient way to create these forms or to gather information. And so that's when you went out and did it. Um, so tell me, what would you say is the, if you, if you had to rank order them, what is one of the top? I won't ask you the top, but what's one of the top uh, pro processes, strategies, or even technology, if it is a technology uh, 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 implementation for you that you think saved you the most amount of time where you are not used to doing busy work, but where you're actually um, cutting out a lot of time. What would you say that was for you? Yeah, that's a very easy answer because yeah. by far there's like one, one automation that saved me like so much time. Um, and that's the, uh, how I process my emails. Ah. So, so like, as I mentioned, like in the beginning of the first day, first years of my company, I was under so much busy work and I was like receiving so many emails and average uh, office worker receives 175 emails per day. There's a study about that. And there's also like, uh, and like average leader probably receives hundreds of uh, much more than that. And I was also receiving like so many emails a day and I was spending so much time in, in emails. And the big problem with emails is you receive so many emails and there's this like really important emails next to the spam emails, next to this like, you know, 
advertising, you know, someone uh, wants to, you know, meet you, have a coffee, you know, and then next, next email is like this really, really critical email that you need to respond very quickly. So it's just all mixture. And like you are trying to uh, kind of clear all these uh, emails and then you spend all your day. So this was the problem. So, and when I, I want to find a solution for this. So I, I started uh, researching all the available email products. I think I tried like 10 different products. And there were some products that even, even before these AI excitement, like this hype, they were products that mentioned like, you know, they use AI to prioritize your email, things like that. So I tried all these, like, you know, more than 10 e email providers and I will, and we use Gmail, um, uh, as a, as a company, we use Gmail as well. Um, even though we use our own domain name mm -hmm. in the backend, it's the regular Gmail that everyone else uses. Uh, so I tried all these different products, uh, but you know, I couldn't find a product that really did what I want. And what I wanted was like, instead of seeing my emails for in date order, I want to see them in priority order. Like the top email is the top priority email, like the most important email. Next what? email is like the next uh, priority email. And then the bottom of my inbox should be the email, like the spam email that I don't care about. And uh, I couldn't find a product that can do that. But while I was investigating that, I figured out what I needed. And then I started thinking, hey, I can actually do this with Gmail. Gmail actually has so much uh, like features that allow you to like build solutions like this. And, and all I needed was to use Gmail's two features. And um, that's the labels and filters. Okay. So what I did was I created this level one, level two, and level three labels. And in addition to these labels, I started creating these filters like the, if our you know, head of HR sends me an email that goes to level one. Mm -hmm. uh, publisher for my book is Wilder, for example. You know, if someone from Wilder emails me, that goes to level one. So it's like the level one is like the most important. Like if I, if we, between meetings, I have like 10 minutes, I will just go and clear my level one, try to, you know, clear it. Uh, uh, and level two is, you know, uh, more like a direct emails to me from people. Like someone is directly emailing me like a, person I already communicate with directly emailing me. So, and the level three is like all the other emails that I care about, like the newsletters I follow or like the reports I receive, you know, from the company and all those things. And the rest of the email goes to like, just, they don't have any labels. So uh, this way I was able to actually prioritize my email. I was able to save so much time because, you know, uh, as I take care of level one, as I clean my inbox, uh, as I do inbox zero on my level one, you know, mm -hmm. I know that the rest of the emails can wait. I don't have to check my emails constantly. I don't feel like the stress about like missing something important. I know that I took care of the important things, yeah. you know, and the rest of, like, you know, level two can wait a day. Level one is usually like multiple times a day. Level two can wait a day. Level three can wait a week. And I just uh, reviewed the rest of the uh, e emails, you know, once a month, make sure that I don't miss any emails. Like if, if I'm missing any filters, I will add those filters. Yeah. That's why I also, uh, you know, periodically review those things. And this system has been working for me for many years. I have like thousands of filters. I know that that feels like a verb too, but 
you know, I only <laughs> add like one or two fil new filters every week. So it's, it doesn't feel like work for me. Gotcha. And it's okay. just very quick in Gmail. Like you can just go and quickly add new filters. Sure. And um, this has been working. And, you know, instead of spending like at least six hours a day, now I'm spending like less than two hours a day in my emails. So if you if you think about that as a compound interest, like that, that has been saving you, sure. saving me years and years of time. Yes. Uh, just one automation. And this automation didn't require an external product. It didn't require me to become like an uh, right code or anything like that. It was just right in front of me. All I needed to think was, okay, I need I need a solution. And I, you know, I need to find a solution for this problem. And then what can I do? Like I researched the tools, uh, I researched everything. And then, hey, I thought, okay, the solution is already in front of me. Uh, the product I use already have it. That's why I also advise people not just research external tools, research the tools you already use. You have. They no. have like so much, so much, so many features, especially in this no code age. Like Jotform is a no code product, and we have like over over hundred developers, um, and we are constantly improving it. And I'm pretty sure that most of Jotform users don't know like most of the features we have. If they took the time, they can they can save even more time uh, in the long run. So it's like compound interest. The the time you save is like, you know, it's it's permanently saving you time. And then you can do more important things. You can become more more successful in your career, in your business. Uh, and you know, as a leader, you can really work on more important things and yes. uh, leave the rest to the machine. Yes, yes. Well, I'm gonna tell you. Uh, you just uh, you you just helped me a lot personally because I I actually feel like I miss so much and sometimes I I stress because I am worried that I uh, that an opportunity came and went or that I needed to be responsive to someone but uh, in addition to doing the work. So, you know, sometimes you you have meetings and then you have work that you have to do and then new work comes in through and usually in the form of email. And so I'm sure it's not just me or you that has this as an issue. I'm sure there are a lot of people, particularly in leadership roles that are getting, you know, upwards of 100 emails a day to uh, that have to figure out what's important and what's not. I'm definitely going to look into that. Uh, the one thing. Uh, that uh, I probably, uh, and, and I'm sure at this point that with with uh, Google venturing into the AI world, that it's going to be, it's going to get better and better in terms of what kind of filters you're able to set. Because there's some key words in some of the language as you, you know, you get more sophisticated that you might be able to say, when emails come with this in it somewhere, these kind of phrases or these kind of words, then that's level one. Um, and not just that someone says this is important, but other, other kinds of indicators. So thank you. Thank you for that. That's very helpful. Um, so, um, and, and look, we're, we're almost out of time. Uh, it, it went so fast. Uh, I, I do want to hear, so I know you said you started out in computer programming, but it sounds like just that uh, your your real emphasis is on application, right? Like it's like, well, how do we use this 
best. And so is there anything that you would recommend to a leader, a new person in a leadership role or even an existing leader about how they might incorporate that mindset that you mentioned automation first how do you how do you start that as a part of your 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 leadership practice um i think it's the start is about um so in the book i talk about this automation um flywheel uh, framework and um there are three three steps in this uh framework and um, the first step is divide and conquer. Second step is design and implement. And the third step is refine and iterate. So in the first, um, first step, divide and conquer step is all about understanding how you spend your time on. And um, I talked about the time audit. You do time audits. You figure out how you spend your time on. You can use the Eisenhower matrix, like, you know, put all these uh, things that are, you know, Things that are important for you, things that are urgent for you. And the most important quadrant is things that are important but not urgent because we are always, we are always like leaving them to tomorrow. And they, because of that, everyone has these like so many things waiting on that quadrant. Important things, but because they are not time sensitive, we leave them to like next week, next month, next year. And I would, I would focus on those things. So, uh, we we first figure out like how we spend our time like uh, in our business uh, as leaders like you know we have all these things that are going on so we need to figure out the workflows and I talk about the workflow so many of the things that we do are not just like uh, one of things like you know uh, they're part of a process um, you know you have to wait for someone you have to you know uh, you know contact a customer uh, you need to you know do many things to it takes longer time than just one one time thing so figure out like um figuring out those things like creating these workflow diagrams and understand the steps that you take to do those things are important because that's uh you know without a map you cannot go someplace so in the automation the map is the workflow of, uh maps it's like you know and I give uh, a lot of examples to these workflow maps in, in, in the book. But basically, they are just uh, regular flowcharts that shows, like, you know, what do you do? Like, you know, if if this is yes, then you do this. If this is no, do this. Like, it's, yeah. it's yeah. actually very simple, but it's very important. So yeah. once you understand, like, the work you do, yes. the next step is design and iterate. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, basically, you want to design your automations and... Um, uh, design and implement. The next step is design and implement. So, in this step, um, you you figure out what you want to automate. Uh, you start researching all the available tools. Like I mentioned, G2.com. There are many websites like that as well. But uh, just like in my case, like I've been using Gmail for for a long time, but I you know I didn't think that my solution was like these labels and filters. So. <laughs> And uh, but when I researched all these different products that I knew that exactly what I needed, because when you try different products that you see all these like, you know, different ways of doing, doing things. And this actually gives you more ideas about like, you know, about uh, how you do things and how you can do them better. So I think it's it's important to make time to save time. Yeah. And um, and as we, um, you know, 
implement these automations, um, it's it's not just one time. Like you cannot just go and automate everything at one time. Like so, basically, um, you are you are building these systems that work on autopilot, and it, that's why this third step is refine and iterate. But it's it's basically built refine and iterate systems. Uh, so. Uh, there's a great book from Daniele Meadows, uh, System Think Thinking. And it talks about how in the world, like everything is a system. Everything has inputs, outputs, uh, multiple steps, and everything is dependent on each other. They have like cause and effect. And there are like things like feedback loops. So if you want to make change in the world, uh, you need to understand these systems and you need to apply pressure to exact right point in the system so that you can get results. Otherwise, like whatever you do, you don't get any results. Like if you don't find the bottleneck, you cannot actually improve a system throughput. Mm -hmm. um, so, um, and you wanna start slowly, you wanna build some automations, but you wanna also think about the system you're building. And as you build your system, you wanna if uh, refine and iterate these systems, you wanna, have some metrics you want to track what's going on with your automations and the goal is that uh, as you build more and more automations you can keep track of them for example like in our company um like you know we have 600 employees and onboarding was like this manual test like oh. and it's very risky like you don't want to make a mistake there like you're just onboarding this new employee you want to make sure you want to have a good you want to look good right and you don't want to make any mistakes. But even if you document things, let's say someone is like on vacation and then you, you you know, the person taking care of them, you know, reading a documentation that's probably too old. And uh, so it's like when you, when we switch the uh, complete, complete automation and um, we were using Bamboo HR for this, uh, basically. And, um, when we switch to complete automation, like we, we now have these all like probably have like this, like almost like a hundred steps. Mm. And 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 they're just like, you know, they need to sign things, you know, you need like when they arrive in, in the office, like they have to have a they need to have a like a body, their hardware, their you know, desk should be ready. Like these things are like, you know, multiple branches, they also have multiple steps. So when you try to do these things manually, it's just you miss so much stuff. It's very stressful. And like uh, so many people have to uh, make sure that they don't miss anything. And once you automate them, the great thing about this, um, you can keep track of like the numbers. You can make sure that every checkbox is checked. Mm -hmm. Every item is completed. You know, the person, so, you know, as they said with AI, like AI will not replace the, replace your job someone using the AI will replace you because they're going to be doing so much with it. It's the same with automation. Someone using automation, someone is like uh, sitting in the, you know, control chair, like, you know, someone is like, you know, using the automation to accomplish things. Uh, things are going much more smoothly and uh, you don't miss stuff. And uh, it's also, you can accomplish more. It's also because now you have the system, you can improve the system. And when you want to think about, okay, why don't we add this to our onboarding? You don't say, okay, we are already so busy. Like we are already missing so many things. Like we shouldn't add that. Like, you know, it's going to make this complex. But yeah. when you have a system that works on autopilot, you can just 
hey, it's just a click, you know, we'll just go out there. We'll create this form on JotForm. We'll create this sign document and we will add it to Bambi HR. And then it will just be part of this process. And if there, you know, if the person doesn't sign it, there will be a reminder a day later, another day later. And then, you know, a reminder will go to someone in the HR that, you know, they didn't sign it. So it's the automation is like really basically helping people become like programmers, uh, yes. even though they, they don't have to learn no programming, but they are programming things and they work. And this helps uh, people become much more successful in their work, in their career, and have much more satisfying uh, life and work-life balance. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Well, wow, that that that's a lot. Uh, thank you so much. And those of you listening, uh, just had a wonderful conversation with Itekin Tonk, um, who is the founder of JotForm. He's a productivity expert, uh, expert and um, automation enthusiast. Uh, the author of Automate Your Busy Work, uh, Do Less, Achieve More, and Save Your Brain for the Big Stuff. I love that. Um, published by Wiley. Um, I tech in, tell us where people, I know people after listening to this are going to want, that we, we told them about your book, but where can they follow you? Uh, any social media handles, places where they can and can can follow you and cheer you on where where, where could they do that um i'm active on twitter um and i also have a blog uh, on medium i write for entrepreneur uh fast company uh but i also have a personal website uh my first name last name.com i take in tank.com and uh, you can actually find read a free chapter of my book there. Just, you know, you don't even have to sign up. Just go there and read the book. And you can find like the charts and the, you know, figures and, you know, uh, the stuff from the book as well. And the, the book is available on uh, on the bookstores, on Amazon. And the audiobook is also available on Audible. So I hope, uh, you know, it helps you automate things and become much more successful. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Well, you've truly added to me today and I'm sure a lot of people listening in. Uh, and so we'll be watching and listening. Uh, I am a strong uh, supporter and follower in Fast Company. So I, I that's one of my go-to uh, magazines, if you will. But uh, uh, so I'll be looking for you. And so until I see you, go well, stay well. Thank you, Dr. Parkinson.